Hello, and welcome to Patriots Podcast, where we connect with you on issues facing veterans today and the impact that everyday citizens can have on veterans' affairs and rehabilitation, national security, our children and youth, and the advancement of Americanism. Patriots Podcast is a service of the American Legion Department of Ohio, who champions these causes and promotes our freedoms as Ohioans and Americans. Once again, welcome to Patriots Podcast. America, let me tell you about Sergeant Greg Anderson. Served two tours in Afghanistan, Bronze Star and Purple Heart recipient, and unemployed. The unemployment rate among transitioning service members is unacceptably high, much higher than the general population. Veterans are a proven commodity. They're mature, reliable, and hardworking. They deserve a chance to get back to work after serving their country. Do you really want to honor a veteran? Hire one. Go to legion.org slash honor veterans to find out how you can help. Hello. And welcome to the first episode of Patriots Podcast, a production of the American Legion, Department of Ohio. Today's topic is children and youth as well as Americanism, two of the four pillars of the American Legion. To tell us more about it is the Department of Ohio's Children and Youth as well as Americanism Program Coordinator, Christy White, and Holly Lewis, Ohio Department Assistant Sergeant-at-Arms and former 10th District Commander. Welcome. The American Legion Department of Ohio has a strong children and youth program as well as an Americanism program. They make up two of the four pillars that we stand by in the American Legion. These four pillars are what guide us to serve and give back to America. Christy, if you could just give us a general overview. The children and youth program was started in 1919. It was established as one of the four pillars when the American Legion started. The purpose of the Children and Youth Program is to instill and foster concepts of good citizenship and Americanism and to benefit the children of Ohio. We do that with veteran and non-veteran families. And Ohio is one of the states that still have an active Children and Youth Committee. Excellent. As the program coordinator, could you define your roles and responsibilities with the American Legion Department of Ohio? I deal with Americanism and children and youth, which a lot of times go hand in hand. Ohio has the baseball program. We're involved in Special Olympics, Boy Scouts, Buckeye Boy State, Oratorical, Junior Cadet Week, the Americanism and Government trip. That sounds like a really excellent opportunity. They all sound really cool. Could you go over some of these? People may not know what Buckeye Boy State is or the Americanism and Government test. Buckeye Boy State is actually our biggest program and it's the biggest Boy State program throughout all of the departments. Um, We have over 1,200 boys that attend every summer. Um, We have over 120 people on staff. Boy State's tagline is a week to shape a lifetime, and it really is. It's an eight-day hands-on experience in the operation of the democratic form of government and organization of political parties and the relationship of one to the other in shaping Ohio government. Sounds pretty intense. It's a week to shape a lifetime. (laughs) (laughs) What could you describe typical Buckeye Boy State week in terms of the young men that go in? The young men during the week, obviously they'll run for office, they'll find a job. They learn about city, county, and state government through an 
objective educational approach. They learn law through the court system. They learn finance through the banking system. They learn law enforcement through our highway patrol cadets. That's a typical week. They get in there, they will run for office, and day two, you're functioning like a normal government. As a a Buckeye Boy State alumni myself, I really found it to be a pretty impressive time in my life. It was the first time I was away from home, and you're thrown into the, the deep end of Americanism and government. And by the end, you go from 25 strangers to people that you would really connect with. And I still keep in touch with some of those guys. I attended Girl State back in 05, and I still talk to a lot of the girls in my city. And besides yourself, we have a lot of other prominent alumni that have gone through specifically Buckeye Boy State, including five astronauts from Ohio. Neil Armstrong was one of them. The former colonel of the Ohio State Highway Patrol, actually, he retired two weeks ago. He attended Buckeye Boy State. And the partnership with Boy State and the, the American Legion Department of Ohio and the Ohio, Ohio State Highway Patrol all kind of circled around Buckeye Boy State. And the reason that we have such a good relationship with them now and they're involved in a lot of our other children and youth activities um, is because of Boy State. Outstanding. It is quite a resume builder, and I would encourage any young man that's interested in bettering himself to take a look at that. Where can they find more information on, on Buckeye Boy State? They can find more information on Buckeye Boy State on our website, ohiolegion.com or ohiobuckeyeboystate.com. Another thing that I wanted to highlight, too, about Buckeye Boy State was that Every week, one day out of the week, we have a college fair. So we invite over 100 universities and colleges to come out. They set up in Millet Arena, and boys can get information on college. The boys that attend Buckeye Boys State are juniors in high school. They just finished their junior year going on to senior year. So that's the part of their life where you have to make a decision. Where do you want to go? You're unsure. So we have over 100 colleges and universities and service academies there for the entire day just for you to figure out what you want to do and where you want to go. And a lot of these universities will also give you some type of scholarship because you attended Buckeye Boy State. It really is like a pivotal time in their life. As a commissioner myself, I noticed that they come in as boys and they really do leave as young men and they really have a much better sense of purpose. They do. We definitely make it a fact to, we don't treat you like a boy, we treat you like a young man. Mm-hmm. Because Americanism ties in with children and youth, we welcome students with disabilities. Thank you for that, Christy. Could you tell us a little bit more about the Department of Ohio's Americanism and Government Test and TRIP? There are other states, other American Legion departments that actually modeled their Americanism and Government program after ours. We were the first state ever to come up with this idea of, let's give these students a 50-question test on state, county, local, and national forms of government and see how they do. And the top 18 winners, we give an all expenses paid trip to Gettysburg and Washington, DC. We are the only state that actually takes the trip. I think there's only three other states that still do the Americanism and government test. Since 1936, there have been over 60,000 students that have participated. We are proud in the fact that it is a partnership between the American Legion and the American Legion Auxiliary. Both of us together make this program run. And the highlight of the Americanism and Government Test and the Americanism and Government Trip is every single year, the American Legion Department of Ohio and these students lay a wreath at the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier at Arlington National Cemetery. 
we've done this every single year since 1936. That's very powerful. It's absolutely amazing when you're out there. And I believe you attended this, this last trip. Correct. The the last two of them. It's different than any other eighth grade trip. It's not herding 300 students through a museum. It's 18 students. We get to go places that a lot of the bigger groups don't get to go. And it's a lot of one-on-one experience. It definitely has a different impact on the student when it's a smaller group. And we like to tailor it so it's education on veterans. And we're going to this memorial. These veterans sacrifice their lives instead of... It sounds like they're very well behaved for being eighth graders. They're the best of the best. Wow. And it's the same concept as Boy State. We treat you like young adults, not students. That's really important because if you treat them like young adults, they're more likely to be young adults. Right. I mean, they, they earn this. They are the best of the best. They eat, sleep, and breathe this kind of stuff in government and education. And... So if a, a young man or woman would like to get involved with the Americanism and government trip or just the whole program itself, what's a good way to, to direct them to the right place? In order to be able to take the test, um, it is offered through schools. We off, also offer it to homeschooled students. I would say, you know, just talk to your local post. If you're interested in in taking the test and your school doesn't offer it, go to your local American Legion post, tell them that you're interested. We'll find a way to get you a test. Outstanding. You heard it from the source. We want you to have these opportunities. (laughs) The American Legion Department of Ohio has a lot of scholarship opportunities. And throughout a lot of our children and youth in Buckeye Boys State, we have separate scholarships within those programs. But for the American Legion as a whole, we offer scholarships to veterans, Legion family members, and even if you're not a veteran or a Legionnaire, we offer scholarships to you guys as well. So if you are a veteran and you're interested in a scholarship, you have to be a Legionnaire in good standing, fill out the application for a scholarship, and the scholarship committee will review it. I think we give out like $10,000 in scholarships every year. So there's a Legion scholarship, there's Legion family scholarship. You have to be a direct descendant of a Legionnaire or a direct descendant of a Legionnaire that passed away. They had to be in good standing at time of passing or currently in good standing in order to qualify for the Legion family scholarship. And if you're not a Legionnaire, you must be a high school senior or a military veteran that's eligible for Legion membership in order to apply for these scholarships. In order to apply, you have to have a GPA of at least 3.5 or higher and have an ACT of 25 or higher. You have to completely fill out the application. You can find the application on our website on ohiolegion.com under forms. Scroll down and it'll say scholarship application. All of the applications, whether it's veteran, non-veteran, legion family, all of them are in the same packet. And a lot of them require the same paperwork in order for you to submit your application. Now, we also have scholarship opportunities at the post level in your local area encourage you to go ahead and contact them and let them know that you you or your your child is or young person is interested in gaining a scholarship and they are just as helpful in doing that as well there's also scholarships available at the district level in some districts yes yes now our district level is between the post and the department and we all work together to to make sure that we're taking care of our children and youth as far as the, the children and youth pillar, we work with a lot of nonprofit organizations. The Child Welfare Foundation was actually created by the American Legion. 
once we created it, it got so big, they became their own non their own nonprofit organization, their own separate entity. But the American Legion actually created the Child Welfare Foundation. Um, and the Sons of the American Legion in Ohio is always the biggest group that donates to national headquarters on behalf of the Child Welfare Foundation every year. For our children and youth pillar also, we work with a lot of different youth-oriented programs. The point of the children and youth pillar is to assure care and protection for children of veterans and non-veterans, improve conditions for children and youth, and maintain a balanced program that provides for their physical, emotional, intellectual, and spiritual needs. There's a lot of different groups that we partner with. We work a lot with Children's Miracle Network. We donate every year to Ronald McDonald House. Special Olympics, the American Legion is involved in Special Olympics. We donate, at least here in Ohio, at least $25,000 to Special Olympics every year. They are also huge advocates in youth suicide prevention awareness, as well as gateway drug awareness. Um, as far as teaming up between national headquarters and departments, the different departments in the state, national provides us with a lot of assets and resources in order to get out to our local communities for children and youth, different materials. They have a conference every year where they decide what the issues are for children and youth and, and how the American Legion as a whole is going to combat that. April is Children and Youth Month. The American Legion every year has dedicates April as Children and Youth Month. Their theme for Children and Youth Month is always children, our most precious natural resource. And that is so true. <laughs> and also national commander of the American Legion this year, one of his initiatives is buddy check. He wants veterans to go out and check on fellow veterans, make sure they're doing okay, make sure they don't need anything. And that can tie into the children need pillar as well. If you know of a family that's struggling in your community or kids that you see that are struggling in your community, buddy check with those families. Have the Legion post go out and check on them, see if they need anything, invite them in educate them on the different children and youth programs that your post is involved in so those families can get involved as well. So if our listeners out there would be interested in getting involved with children and youth, Americanism, or just the Legion in general, how would they go about uh, joining the American Legion? Any veteran should probably scope out if there are multiple American Legion posts within their vicinity, they should go and take a look at each one of them, visit them, see what their programs are, and kind of fit their personality and their skill set to the post that most directly fit their mission to help America. And then they would just work with the post to join to give them their credentials, basically, and go from there and get involved and don't get, don't get discouraged because Maybe some of your ideas don't fly the first time. There's always a time and a place for every idea. Yes, there is. Very good. I encourage you to reach out to your local American Legion post and see what they have to offer. And like Holly said, find the one that fits you the best. There are different personalities for each post, and there are opportunities out there. Thank you, Christy and Holly, for that very informative overview of the Children and Youth and Americanism pillars of the American Legion Department of Ohio. We want to thank you for joining us today. Once again, I'm Tim Hollow, and you've been listening to Patriots Podcast. Thank you for joining us. 
the American Legion. We're a powerful force for the nation. We believe strongly in supporting the children of America. Our youth programs include American Legion Baseball, Junior Shooting Sports, Boys and Girls State, the Oratorical Scholarship Program, support for scouting, and many others. We support and promote citizenship and integrity in America's future leaders. As the nation's largest veterans organization, we have a presence in communities in every state working hard to support our youth. We offer scholarships to help get them through school and grants to get them through hard times. We teach them the rights and responsibilities of citizenship, and we help them to appreciate the true meaning of our Pledge of Allegiance and our flag. The American Legion, along with the American Legion Auxiliary and Sons of the American Legion, combine to make a powerful force in support of America's young people. For more information on how you can help Ohio's children and youth, go to ohiolegion.com. Welcome back to Patriots Podcast. This segment is what it means to be a veteran, and today we have Holly Lewis, a veteran and legionnaire. Thank you for agreeing to share your story, Holly. So this is your opportunity to tell others about your experiences, your thoughts on military service, and what it means to be a veteran to you. Before you get into the military aspect, uh, could you tell us a little bit about your background? Sure. So, my, like you said, my name is Holly Lewis. I'm from Rayland, Ohio, and uh, I was born and raised in Ohio, and I had a pretty pretty normal life. Um, I was a math and science kid, which I know is a little out of the normal for a female. I always was fascinated by science outside. I grew up a tomboy. I'm, I'm sure you all shocked by that. But... Um, you know, I basically went into the military. Well, let me step back. So when I was 15 years old, I got selected to go to Ohio University as a chemistry major. So I went to OU when I was a sophomore and junior in high school. And I actually graduated high school when I was 17 years old. And I applied for the Naval Academy. And I got the nomination and I got pretty high up in the selection process, but unfortunately someone else was selected. So I decided to go to Ohio University for chemistry after I graduated. And let's just put it this way. My parents were a little bit strict and so I wasn't allowed to do too much in high school. So when I went to Ohio University, which is known as a party school, I partied. And so I didn't do so hot the first year. And so when I came home, my parents basically said, either go back to school and do better or get a job. So I joined the Navy. So I didn't like either one of those options. So I joined the Navy. All right. Did it turn out to be a good opportunity for you? You know, I think so. I, um, I spent seven years in, in the Navy. I was medically retired after seven years. And I would say there's probably three things that I learned from my military experience. One is accountability and discipline, how to be accountable for your actions. I mean, I, my parents basically instilled that in me anyway, but I think it was just reinforced in the military is that you are accountable for your actions and your choices. So that's one thing I think it reinforced. Second thing was leadership overall, leading from the front. You should never, in my opinion, ask someone to do something that you are not willing to do yourself. I've taken that 
from the military into a professional life. And I think everyone on my team always appreciated the fact that I would just jump right in there with anything that I asked them to do. So I think that's another key point, the leadership I, I learned. And then I'd probably say the, the, probably the most important thing that I learned or gained in the military was confidence. And I'll just tell you a little story. So I was in an advanced electronics rate when I was in the military, we fixed the equipment that ran the undersea surveillance system. And our ACE hole had a 75% attrition rate because it was really hard. And I had absolutely no problems passing that class. And I think that gave me the confidence to believe that I could accomplish whatever I set my mind to. And I think I've carried that throughout my professional career, my Legion career. I have never really thought I can't do that. And I'm reading a really interesting book right now. It's called The Confidence Code, and I would highly recommend it especially to women, but to men as well, if they want to understand women a little bit better. But uh, one thing they say in the book is, when in doubt, act. And I think that's been a hallmark of my career and personality for at least 20, 30 years that I don't think about things too much. I act. And if you make a bad decision, you can make another. It's, it's all about, you know, making those decisions for the good of the American Legion or for the good of your family uh, to move forward and not overthink things. And women are prone to overthink, just so you all know. (laughs) No, in fact, knowing you personally, I can tell you that she's really embodied all of the things that she just mentioned. You are quite the leader. Could you go over your current and former uh, positions in the Legion? Sure. So I've been a commander at my post. I was actually, I've been a a member of the American Legion for 11 years, believe it or not, no more than that. And when I first started going to the post, they invited me to a meeting and then they, they elected me trustee because, you know, lo and behold, it was the meeting for elections and I didn't even know. So I became a trustee. The next year I became the uh, second vice commander, then the first vice commander, and then I was elected commander. And I've held the commander position off and on for the last five years. And our membership at our post has gone from about 217 to 280 during that time. And I've been also been the adjutant and the membership chairman. About four years ago, our friend David Hillier, past commander of the American Legion of Department of Ohio, invited me to go to a district meeting. And I said, sure, I'll go. Well, lo and behold, it was election then, too. And so he nominated me for second vice commander, and I was the elected second vice commander in short order. One of my things with the district was, personally, I don't like to take positions that I'm not going to do something, right? And so as first vice commander, my goal was to get our district to quota. And um, for those of you that don't know what quota is, we have a certain number, membership number that we're supposed to meet every year. And our district had not met our membership quota since 1992. And I was set in my mind, we were gonna do this. And it was funny because I had several people in our district come to me and say, Holly, you're setting your expectations too high. Holly, don't be disappointed if we don't get this. I'm like, what are you talking about? We're gonna get this, right? And I never, ever thought that we wouldn't get it, and we did. And then we did it the following year when I was commander. 
and we're probably going to do it this year as well. And so don't be afraid to go after your goals is what I would say. You have to work. You have to work really hard. And we worked really hard uh, to get to our quota number for the district, for our district really hard. I mean, and I have a full-time job and we were, we called every single post. We went all over nine counties visiting every single post and we just put in the work that we knew was going to pay off. And that was leading from the front, right? And our big belief was that our post, my post, the commander's post, the second vice commander's post, they all needed to be quota because we couldn't be telling other people that they needed to be quota when we weren't. And so that was our big thing is we focused on our own post early, got them the quota, and then we helped everybody else do it. Outstanding. Well, I mean, it's definitely a testament to your, your character and your leadership. And I appreciate that. I think the Legion does as well. What about Buckeye American Legion College? Yeah, tell us about that. Yeah, so in 2017, I was selected to go to National American Legion College to represent the Department of Ohio. And man, what an experience. I'll tell you, I've been to lots and lots of leadership sessions for my job that I thought were intense. <laughs> they are, they were nothing compared to National American Legion College. We, it was an extremely intense week and it just fired me up to make sure that Ohio had some sort of training program so that we could teach our Legionnaires about the four pillars, about leadership and about how to drive membership. And so when I got back, I started working through the resolutions that were necessary to get that working and as well as the finances behind that. And we had our first inaugural session at midwinter this past January, and we had a hundred students, which was great. And for all of our listeners out there, I would highly recommend that you consider Buckeye American Legion College next year, because we're going to change it up and we're also going to probably be providing some continuing education, either by podcast or some other medium as we go forward. Very it's nice. been really exciting, really exciting. It's so, so great being able to tell people things that they might not have known about the Legion. It's just to fire them up and, and even get the commitment even more solidified. Sure. And then uh, what are the requirements for attending the Buckeye American Legion College? So for Buckeye American Legion College, first of all, you need to come to midwinter. And so we have three semesters that we're planning for Buckeye American Legion College. First semester is basically post operations and more operational type classes. There's sort of a makeup and practical session for the second session, which is a leadership essay, as well as a 30 second elevator speech about how, what would you tell somebody uh, that the American Legion is as well as completing the basic training on legion.org. If you go on legion.org and search for basic training, you'll see it there. And that's a very, very comprehensive class on all of the different pillars of the American Legion and what falls underneath those pillars. And then our final session will be at department convention and those, those classes will be focused on leadership and leadership skills, communication skills, negotiating skills, that kind of thing. So 
we're really hoping to, to have a well-rounded program. And of course, we're going to take feedback from everybody and we're going to change it as we go to make it better uh, based on that feedback. Very good. Thank you so much. So how do you think we can improve the condition of veterans in the United States? So for one thing, I worry very, very deeply concerned about the suicide, the depression, um, the kind of mental health issues of our veterans. On one side, I'm kind of concerned about how it stereotypes all veterans. There's a class of veterans that do have mental health problems, but not all veterans do. Um, And it really, it, it concerns me that it kind of gets clouded between that all veterans have mental problems and and that's not true. I think one of the cures and I think I said this in, in another interview, I honestly believe that the way to get outside of yourself is to figure out how you can help other people. Everybody has a gift and you have to figure out how you use that gift to help other people. Now, the thing about the American Legion is we have four pillars for the Legion, veterans and rehabilitation, Americanism, national defense, and children and youth, like Christy talked about earlier. Surely something that you're good at can fit into one of those pillars so that you can continue to serve your community, state, and nation, and use your gifts to help someone else. And I guarantee you it will get you out of your own head. And I tell that to anybody who will listen, because personally, I, I have had issues in the, in the past um, with some things that happened to me, but I find that the way not to think about those things and to kind of heal from those things is help other people. That's very well said. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't agree more. It's amazing how selfless service will actually increase or bring you energy as opposed to take it away. Yeah, well, isn't that why we all signed up for the military for the most part? But I, I think some part of us as we signed up for the military, was it was about service, right? Absolutely. And that piece of us doesn't go away. That'll do it for this episode of Patriots Podcast. Thank you to Christy and Holly for that valuable input. Join me, Tim Hollow, next time we explore the American Legion and what it has to offer you.